everyone. Welcome to Two Good Sports. Uh, here with my good mate. How are you, Greg? Yeah, good. Good. How are you, yourself? Very well, mate. Let's get into our show this week, round 11. We're um, past the halfway mark now. Look, what we've, uh, we thought we would have a look at, seeing we've hit the halfway mark, is the Two Good Sports uh, uh, team of the uh, competition so far. So, Greggy, without further ado, let's get straight into it in the fullback. Uh, we had a couple of pick from. Who did you come up with out of our two fullback choices? Oh, man, I only, it's only Ted, Teddy or Gutho. I'll go Gutho. Yourself? Yeah. Look, I, I think so. But look, if, I was, if I was naming an Australian team tomorrow, like um, yeah. uh, Teddy, Teddy would be there. But I think as far as what he's done for his team, yeah. um, Gutho probably by just half a point. But, gee, it's a good problem to have, isn't it? Yeah. You look at the wings then. Um, uh, B Moz was one. Brett Morris, he's just been an outstanding pickup, hasn't he, for the Roosters? Yeah, yeah, I got him as one as well. What about your other one? For me, it was he's injured now. He's out for about eight or nine weeks, I think. But he, uh, uh, Daniel Tufo was was probably oh, yeah. the form winger of the competition. Yeah, yeah he's, he's had a great come game. up with a slightly different one, Greg. Yeah, I got with Sebo. I think he's yep. played really well on the wing for Parramatta, and uh, who'll forget what he did to poor old Teddy? What about the centres, Hamo? Where are you going there? Josh Morris, he, um, yeah. th- those, you know, sign, they're like Cameron Smith, aren't they? Just sign them up for as long as they want to keep playing. They don't have a bad game in them, really, and they ha- never really have. No. Uh, alongside him, Greggy, what have you got? I got uh, Waka Blake uh, from, yep. Par- um, from Parramatta. I thought he's had a great season so far, as well as Parramatta had. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the five eights is a few. Oh. It's, few uh, really good ones out there, isn't it? Whiten's coming yeah. back into a bit of form after he. He wasn't bad. Just Canberra weren't going that well, I guess. But for me, um, Kiri is the, is the standout one. He is the difference for the Roosters if they're going to win it. Yeah, I've done the same. I had Kiri, Cameron Munster, and uh, Jack White, and I've said Kiri as well. I've been raving about him all year, so I've got to pick him in the first ten rounds. Yep. I think we both agree on the halfback. And this guy, yeah. um, I was reading today about Penrith. It was a good good win yesterday because it was one they looked like losing against the Cowboys, but. He really came to the fore, didn't he, um, Nathan Cleary? That's the, the second youngest uh, roster in the competition is the Penrith team. Uh, I think their average age is 22, 22 and a half. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's been brilliant. He's a fantastic player. No argument here, mate. No. Uh, the front rowers, got some great ones to choose from. You've picked an interesting one there, Greggy. Yeah, Maui Tuatawaka. I think he's had a great start to the year at uh, the Titans. And oh, I'm all for the young fella. It's, it's on form. I'm not going on somebody's past. I'm going yep. on what done the first 10 rounds. So I'll, I'll pick him. And I've thrown in uh, Josh Papali. He's just been great for Canberra all year, if you ask yep. me. Yeah, I, I agree. I, think, I, I agree with both of those selections. I think um, you've got you know probably different ends of the spectrum there, haven't you, Papali's? Um, you know, been around for a long time now. I think he's been consistently in the top few props of the competition for oh, the last four or five years. Yeah. yeah. And Mo Fatuaka, he plays in a side that's beaten more times than not, but he always leads the way in metres gained. He's a, he's a terrific buy um, for the Titans. They've signed him up for the next few years to another Kebra Park boy. Can Who's you believe that at one stage, that Kebra Park, they had him, they had him, uh, Thomas McCarley from West Tigers, and Payne Hass in their team. Oh, that would have been nice playing against them, wouldn't it? No, nah, wouldn't have done it. <laughs> you might have been sick that day. Who's um, the hooker? The hooker? Well, for me, it's it's Cameron Smith because he just... Nothing flashy. There's nothing new. It just gets the job done. Um, <clears throat> I see you've got a couple of selections there. You've, you've gone through a guy who's been around for a while and, and 
probably um, potential new star. Yeah, I've gone with, I've decided to go with Grant. I've gone with young Harry, uh, just with the potential. I like having a young fella coming up. Appy was very unlucky. I think Appy's been right there with him. Yep. What about your back row, mate? What you got there? Yeah, look, I, I've agreed with one of your uh, selections there, Greggy. I, I think Ryan Madison's been fantastic. I, I think it's uh, the media's been really unfair to him this week. Apparently, it was a media beat up. He didn't say all of that. I don't know what the story is, but the media couldn't wait to come out and say what he apparently said, said yeah. allegedly said to West Tigers. But he on the field, he's been fantastic. He's, he's such a versatile player. He could play in the backs. Got great hands. He's fast. He's big. Really, he's, he's a handful. Your other one, I've gone uh, with uh, Zaya. Yayo, Yay, Yao, however you want to pronounce it, from Penrith, the back rower. I think he's been brilliant for them. That's my other back row. And I've gone for Tamalala at lock forward. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with Tamalala, especially because even though they're a side that's beaten, beat, like I said about um, um, uh, Mofidwaka, you know, they get beaten more times than not. But he, he, he's just a... Um, it's like driving a Rolls-Royce in a demolition derby for poor old Jason Tamalala. I, I do worry about how long he can sustain what he's doing because he's carrying the team in his shoulders um, up there, the forwards anyway, a lot of them anyway. I shouldn't say the yeah. forwards, but a fair few of them. Uh, you pick some reserves here, or we pick some uh, reserves, Greggy. You want to go yeah, through well, your first couple? I'll, I'll probably leave them to we'll put it. We'll put them on the website, I reckon, Hamo. All right. Um, no yeah. worries. But, gee, that's a, that's a heck of a team. It could change. You never know in the, in the next 10 yeah, rounds what's going to, going to happen. Probably. A couple of our guys being left out. Yeah. To the people at home, Greggy, what we'll do, we'll post this later this week. We want yep. to hear your um, your points of view, and and obviously there's going to be some good, healthy debate there, and who you think was unlucky to miss out, who should have been there, and so forth. Yeah. Mate, the other thing we want to talk about briefly, it's uh, it's been a crazy old year. I can't remember one like it, where we've now today lost our third NRL coach in in the in the at the halfway mark. So we've lost Stephen Kearney. Um, Dean Pay last yep. week, and of course today we've lost Paul Green, the uh, the Cowboys coach. I wouldn't have put uh, him in that order either, eh? What's that? Sorry, I wouldn't have put them in that order. I, as in, you know, no. I would have, I would have thought Paul McGregor would have been the first one on the chopping block, and um, I think Seabold's been very lucky. Absolutely, yeah. I think Paul McGregor in particular. I'd love to, I'd love to be able to be clever enough to do one of those little, uh, uh, you know, when they cut the faces off and put them on Stephen Bradbury. It would yes. show Paul McGregor just going bonkers. Oh. He, he was going for all money, wasn't he? First one for sure. Yeah. And they're actually, they've, they've, they've found their feet. They, um, you know, they, yeah. they, had, they, had a, they had a win on the weekend and they probably looked like they were gone. But anyway, get, getting back to the point at hand, there, there's a few options up there. Um, apparently with um, Paul Green, Josh Hannay uh, is going to remain on board with... Uh, the other assistant coach, her name is um, Scase me at the moment. And until they're going to make a decision uh, throughout the, next, the coming months and decide on who they're going to, to, to get, who do you think for, the, for that position? Oh, mate, it's so raw. I, can't, I really cannot come up with anyone for the Cowboys at the moment, uh, Steve. It's just, it's only just hap happened. And uh, I mean, Bennett's getting thrown around like he gets thrown around for everything. But mate, yeah, maybe a Tooby. Yourself? Yeah. Look, I, the thing with Tooby, which is interesting to me, is he, he made it very clear that he wanted a couple of other jobs and he wasn't successful. 
And he didn't do a bad job at Manly, but for some reason he gets overlooked for some jobs. So I'm not sure what the problem is there. He's, he's been overlooked, you know, for a few big positions now in the last couple of years. I don't think they're going to go with someone who's... Uh, I, I'm imagining it'll be someone like A. Bennett. I'm not saying Bennett. It, yeah, they're not going to go with someone like a... Um, who's been a, a good assistant coach. I can't imagine that. In saying that, but there's big raps on Craig Fitzgibbon. Um, apparently, it's only a matter of time. And yeah. sometimes that works, doesn't it? That gamble. Well, Adam O'Brien. Yeah. Adam O'Brien, that's right. And then you look at Garth Brennan, and he's probably a very good coach. It's just what the side you inherit and all of that type of stuff, too. Um, interesting times. I guess uh, Anthony Seabold uh, has been given the proposition now to the, um, to, if he's got to win five games of his next five of the last 10 games. That's a crazy... Um, it's, a, it's a ridiculous, ridiculous oh, thing. I can't no. understand it. I never will understand it. I don't want to understand it. It's ridiculous. No. no I've never heard anything like it. And it's... It, look, if, if, you're, if you've got your mind made up now, you just go and say, okay, off you go. You know, I, I just don't get it. I really don't get it. Um, but that's the Broncos for this year, isn't it? And the last probably couple of years, they're, they're pretty erratic. That sort of... Um, that air of sort of calmness about the Broncos used to have is born at the moment. Mm. And, and that's just another part of it. That's about us. As I said, we'll put that up this week, guys. Uh, Greggy, just really quickly before we go, we're a bit over time. We've got a change of format starting Sunday night. Yeah, we're doing a live broadcast. Um, so, yeah, we'll be getting... That'll go up. The team will put that up for everyone. So, as soon as the last game finishes around 6 o'clock on Sunday, uh, people will be able to tune in and uh, ask questions have have their thoughts and uh, we'll talk live for about 15 minutes. Righto. Okay. All right, that's us, Greggy. Um, please make sure you check out all our social media. It's been going really well at the moment. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. I hope I haven't missed out anything there. But till next time, Greggy. Catch Kick you later, mate.